it's time to drop the gloves. Welcome, everybody, to a show where we drink beer, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. And we are going to have so many shenanigans on this week's episode, guys. I am... Oh, you you know how I start the show with that intro? It's time to drop the gloves. Guys, I could not mean it more than for this episode. I could not mean it more. And I... Because... One, this happened after last week's episode, and I've been stewing on it since then. All right, so this has been bottling up. Also, by the way, the beer of the month is still Samuel Adams Boston Lager. I have popped open two already and filled up my new, uh, was it uh, uh, Boston Bruins uh inspired mug that i painted uh several months ago but that's besides the point i've already popped it open i've already chugged a lot because i plan on doing a lot of ranting on this week's show all right because one like i told you been stewing on this what what i'm about to talk about is probably going to take up most of this show and i i cannot hold it in any longer i cannot and then I'm recording a day early because we're going out of town for the weekend, uh, spend some time with some family. And I, and I don't want to worry about doing the show there. And I didn't want to worry about trying to come back and squeeze it in before the Monday uh, premiere and everything. So I'm doing it Thursday. If anything crazy happens, shit storms, what have you happens Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I didn't address it, cover it, or even bring it up on this episode, well, then you guys get to wait until next week. I don't know what to tell you, all right? So let's just jump in here, all right? Let's just jump in. So here is the preface, if you will, to the rant. My wife, Mrs. Drop the Gloves, who have, who has been on this show several times, and then I didn't ask her to join me for this episode because it does involve the the first part of the story does involve her. The rant and everything else involves me, my thoughts, my beliefs, and all that. So she came across a reel on Instagram, and it was about one of the local baseball teams in the area. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, is it the only local baseball team in your area, Charlie? You live in greater Cincinnati. Is the Cincinnati Reds. Wrong. You are wrong. All right? We have mentioned this team before on this show, and we we refuse to call them by their new name. And that, But they saw, but she saw a reel about these, this other team, used to be called the Florence Freedom, now it's called the Florence Y'alls. All right. Now I'm going to I'm going to let you hear this. I'm not, I'm going to let you hear this guy and how he explains it. And then I'm going to come in and I'm going to give you my two cents and maybe a little bit more. This is the greatest baseball team name that has ever existed. They are the Florence Y'alls. They are based in Florence, Kentucky. And you might be asking yourself, how do they get this name? The baseball team is named after the water tower in town, which says Florence Y'all on it, which was previously Florence Mall, but the state of Kentucky told the city to change it because the mall hadn't been built yet. And this is the best part. Wait, this is, this is the mascot for the Florence Y'alls right here. The mascot is the town's water tower. I am buying stock on the Florence Y'alls. I am all in. All right. So you've heard this idiot 
say this is the greatest baseball team name ever. All right? Now, I'm going to tell you guys, that is the crappiest name ever. For those of you who may listen in the greater Cincinnati, northern Kentucky area, one, I'm a local. All right? I have lived here in Florence, in the Florence, uh, Kentucky area, and I've, all my life. All right, born and raised Northern Kentucky, soon to be the 51st state of the U.S. Mark it down, Puerto Rico, go suck it. All right, no one is safe on this episode. All right, I will go after whoever I want. This tree face, I will go after whoever I want. So, my wife, Mrs. Truffle Gloves, heard this idiot, this and that come on and say, Florence Y'all's is the greatest freaking baseball team name in the history of baseball. Shit. No, it's not. The Florence Freedom was the greatest baseball team name ever. It made the Washington Nationals look like baby food, okay? I mean, it looked like crap, all right? The Florence Freedom, how can you get any better than that? Red, white, and freaking blue, God bless America. No, no, instead, here's what happened, all right? Here's what happened. So she watched it, and then she commented saying that uh, we, she used a collective term, we, okay? And the collective term was to reference me, some of our friends, our family, and how we have brought this up before and have said that the Florence Freedom was the better mascot name than y'all's, all right? It was better. She used the collective term, we, which then sparked all these hillbillies, hicks, rednecks, dumbasses, and that transplants from other parts of the United States, and that to comment on her comment and tell her what a crappy comment that was to say, don't use the collective we. And then, don't use the collective we. Don't refer to all of us. And then she had to, like, try and correct herself. It's like, okay, first off, do not apologize for saying we. These idiots don't want to be included because they're different, because they have a different opinion than, than you. Your opinion is wrong, by the way. I will absolutely go on this, on this show and say your opinions are wrong. I'm sorry, but the Florence Y'all's, here's what you have to understand. For all of you who are listening around the world, from the UK to Canada to Australia, New Zealand to uh, Spain, India, and uh, Poland, Germany, all of you who is listening and all the countries I did not mention, all right? For all of you international people who are listening to this show, hear me now. Northern Kentucky is different than the rest of the state of Kentucky. We are not, we are not, um, what's the word? We are not compatible with one another. All right? We're not. Okay? We're the cake eaters of the state. You know how there's like certain regions and certain places in like different countries or in different states or different cities, like the South side's better than the North side or East side's better than West side. Or, uh, was it, uh, the, was it like California and that the, the, the beach or the, all the coastal cities are, they think they're better than the rest of the state and vice versa. Or how like upstate New York, like the Hamptons think they're better than downtown New York city. Manhattan and all that. All right. It's the same thing here. 
It's the exact same thing here. Northern Kentucky is the cake eaters of the state of Kentucky. All right? We are better than them. We are. And they hate us for it. They hate us for it because where does most of the revenue of this, just to get a little bit of geopolit, geopolitics here, and that most of the revenue that comes from the state of Kentucky comes from the top five, six northern counties in northern Kentucky, and that just, you know, along the Ohio River, and that Cincinnati, Ohio to our north, Indiana to our, like, northwest, and that we're just better. And that and they and these people hate it. We are the cake eaters. I've accepted this. And then I got to learn this firsthand. I got to learn this firsthand by going to a field trip and that to Washington, DC. And we met up with all these other um we met up with this other like group who was from Kentucky. And it was like, oh my gosh, hey, it's so cool. Nice to meet you and everything. And then they hear you talk and they think you're a Midwesterner. And that, they think you're from the Midwest, and that's fine by me. Northern Kentucky can totally be part of the Midwest. I will argue with that. Northern Kentucky, Midwest. 51st state, Midwest. The rest of the state of Kentucky, sure. Go ahead and say you're part of the South. Whatever. Who cares? And then, But once they find out that you're from, like, the Northern Kentucky, greater Cincinnati area, they will freaking judge you. They'll, they will treat you like you are a leper. All right. You're a sinner in their eyes. You are unclean. You are unfit to be called a Kentuckian. I'm sorry if we make looking like a Kentuckian better than what you do. Okay. And this is for all of you people in, in the state of Kentucky, whether you're from Loserville or Lexington or we're at Richmond, Harlan, Bowling Green, Paris, London, Versailles, I mean, Cumberland, what, what have you, okay? If, I mean, if this is what you think of us, I welcome it. I used to hate the fact that you hated us. I used to hate the fact that you guys just looked at us and was like, oh, you're one of those people. It's like, what does that mean? And then, now, now I embrace it. I embrace the hate, okay? I have welcomed it, okay? I, I am more than happy to take on the Northern Kentucky cake eater role because, here's why, because I don't identify with this whole Florence Y'all thing, going back to the whole freaking start of this rant. I do not identify with this. You want to know why I don't identify with the Florence Y'alls? Because the Florence Y'alls is in freaking Northern Kentucky. It's not part of the rest of the freaking state of Kentucky. It's its own separate little city in a northern part of the state of Kentucky that separates itself from the rest of the state. Am I blowing some of your mind? Am I, am I educating you enough here? We are not the same. So why did they change the name from the Florence Freedom to the Florence Y'alls? Well, I'll tell you why. Because a new ownership group came in in 2000, July 2000. 2019. My gosh, I can't talk. July 2019, new ownership group. The four pe four people. I'm going to call them the four horsemen. All right, they killed the freaking team. And that 2019 was one of the greatest years that the Florence Freedom ever had. And so many of their players. I mean, and the Florence Freedom or Florence Y'alls, whatever you guys, you stupid idiots, want to call it. And that they are an independent baseball team. Independent means that none of the players are affiliated with any of the MLB teams, whether it's AAA, AA, single A, or the majors themselves. They are in no way connected. They are its own separate thing. It's independent baseball. 
and that the Frontier League is its own thing. No connection whatsoever. No connection to the Reds, to Milwaukee, to St. Louis, to whoever you, any MLB team that you can think of, not related to them. Okay, so this ownership group, the Four Horsemen, came in with no sports business or sports ownership knowledge whatsoever and purchases the Florence Freedom in July of 2019. By October, the sale is finalized, October 2019. So then we go into 2020. All right. Oh, goody. 2020. We all remember 2020, don't we? A little bit differently than some others do, all right? So, of course, the cursed year of 2020, this ownership group comes in and says, oh, we are going to change the name. I totally missed this. I was a little busy doing other things during 2020 or doing or paying attention to other things other than this local baseball team that I usually, I wouldn't say usually, that I rarely go see, but I was proud to the fact that we actually had a team that was called the Florence Freedom, which I thought was the coolest freaking baseball team name ever, not the Y'alls, all right? So they they decide we're going to change the name. I totally missed that. I did. I totally missed that. If I had seen that, I would have totally gone on Facebook or wherever, and I just would have lit these people up. All right. I would have gone after him and said, what are you doing? Because 2019 was the greatest year that the Florence Freedom ever freaking had. They made it to the playoffs. Sure, they got exited out in the first round, but at the same time, they won their division. I mean, it was a freaking great year. And instead of, you know, instead of coming in and it's like, yeah, we're going to take, we're going to keep the name. We're going to keep the legacy alive of the uh, previous owners. And we're just going to run with it. No, 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 no. We have to make it our own. We have to ruin it for everybody. And that, and yet somehow the Florence Yalls was one of five names that, uh, that made it through to a, a fan vote. So this was all up to the fans. And to the 70% of you out there who voted for this thing, did you vote more than once? Did you ballot stuff the box? Did you ballot stuff it? And then did you vote more than one time? Like when you go to the website where it told you to go vote for the new team name of the Florence baseball team, did you like hit submit like 20 million freaking times were you like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Because if you did, I think that's cheating. Here, here's the other names. I'm going to read you guys some of the other names that the Florence team could have been called. And there's one in here that's totally better than the, than the y'alls. So much better. So much better. All right. You ready? Here we go. The Fossil Jockeys. What the f***? And that the no socks, uh, I mean, I get you got the red socks, got the black socks, the reds used to be the red stockings. I mean, eh, okay, I, the, I mean, you got the white socks, I mean, what have you. So, I mean, it's like, I get it, it's like, yeah. And that here, then you got the pop flies, and it's and the mascot would have actually been a fly. It's like, no, for, you go from a freaking bald eagle to a fly. That's dumb. It's even dumber that we went from a freaking bald eagle to a freaking water tower. My gosh, how the mighty have fallen. So here's the name that I would have chosen. 
If I was, if I knew about this, I would have been hitting the button. I would have been hitting the submit button 50 million times in order for this thing to go through. And that is the go get us. Not go getters, go get us, as in G O E T T A S, as in, you know, the breakfast meat, you know, the uh, pork and oat uh, concoction that the Germans have come up with that came over here into the greater Cincinnati area, porkopolis, as we used to call it back in, oh gosh, I can't even remember. And that, but then again, I wasn't alive when that when they called the Cincinnati area Porkopolis, and that. But I mean, Geta is a huge thing. Geta is a huge staple here in the area, and the reason why it's a staple here in Northern Kentucky is because Northern Kentucky identifies with the Midwest, which means Cincinnati, our neighbor city, which is just 15 minutes up the road, we identify with them. So why not change the name to something that actually identifies with the area that you're in? Like they go get us. I wouldn't care what freaking, I wouldn't care what color changes you would have made to the jersey or to the team. I wouldn't care. And that if you went from red, white, and blue to the go get us and you chose to do like, I don't know, Gleer's Geta. Gleer's Geta is a local Geta um, production company here in Cincinnati and their colors are red, white, and black. If you would have gone to that, I totally would have been okay. Totally would have been okay with that name. Or here's another idea to the four horsemen that came in and bought this team. How about you don't freaking change the name? But no, you changed the name. So then this idiot who is on Instagram who came up with this video of like the floor gels is the greatest freaking baseball team name ever. And that this idiot, he's from freaking Ohio. Keep your freaking comments to yourself if you're not from the area. Keep your comments to yourself. All right. I am from the Northern Kentucky area. The freedom was totally a better name. And to all of you idiots, all you assholes, all you dumbasses who have commented under my wife's comment, Mrs. Drop the Gloves comment saying, well, don't use we or y'all's is totally better. One, you're a transplant. You are from a different part of the state of Kentucky or you're from a different part of the U.S. in general, and you identify with y'all because that's how y'all speak from wherever godforsaken hillbilly redneck country that you're from. All right? So you're a transplant. That's one. Two, if you say you like the y'alls over freedom, you, you're just conforming. You're afraid. You're wusses. You're pussies, okay? You are afraid to actually say, oh, yeah, the freedom was better because you're afraid to get ridiculed. You're afraid to get attacked. Some of you guys have got to learn to grow a backbone, for God's sakes. It's freaking 2023. Grow a freaking backbone. Stop conforming to whatever crap is out there. If something's wrong in your eyes, speak up. And what happened here in Florence, Kentucky, is wrong. You changed the name, which was the greatest freaking name a baseball team could have. Red, white, and blue. Florence Freedom. And now you changed it to the Florence Yells. You made the mascot a water tower, and then you changed the colors from red, white, and powder baby blue. To the four horsemen who own this group, uh, who own this team, I hope you don't last too much longer. I hope that this is just temporary. I hope that this rant somehow makes its way to your ears, makes it to any of you idiots, and come after me. I welcome it. I welcome your criticism. I welcome whatever you may have to throw at me and say, wow, dude, take a chill pill. How about you drink some more beer? How about you guys stay, stay in your 
lane and you leave me alone, all right? How about that? All right, because I come on here, I drink beer, I give you my freaking uh, opinion about what I think about sports, and I don't hear anything. I hear no clapback from any of you. I don't hear shit, because you're all wusses. You're afraid. I'm not afraid. I come on here every freaking week. I drink beer. I talk sports. I make a fool of myself on this microphone, and I put it out there for freaking the world to hear. Twelve countries listen to me. And you don't have the freaking backbone to come on here and and freaking message me on Drop the Gloves podcast, all lowercase, all one word, and say, dude, you're wrong. Dude, that was stupid. Dude, you're right. Dude, that was an awesome show. No. Instead, what do I get? Crickets. Florence Freedom is better than the Florence Y'alls. Hands down. Game over. Done. Period. Finished. I don't know how I could have made myself more clear, guys. I don't care if you're part of the Four Horsemen. I don't care if you live in the area and you like the name. I don't care if you're a transplant and you like the name. I don't care if you're from a different state and you like the name. Go f*** yourselves. Some of you are like, oh, we're, we're, we're finally represented. We're finally, we finally feel, feel included. Yay us. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm glad that this team made you, or this changing of the name made you feel special. So happy that you guys got to be your precious little snowflake self with this team. Again, I don't go to these games. I I rarely go, but I still love the name Freedom. Red, white, and blue, bald eagle. You couldn't get any better than that. I know I have gone into realms and atmospheres with this rant that I never thought I would go into. I mean, when I said nobody was safe, I didn't I didn't know I was going to go into geopol geopolitical. I didn't know I was going to go into uh, culture, economics. I, I mean, I didn't know I was going anywhere. Been all put on notice. No one's safe. I don't care where you are. I don't care where you're listening. I don't care if you're a Bruins fan, Patriots fan, Reds fan, or even an FC Cincinnati fan. You're all not safe on this episode. Everyone's up for game. I'm going to take a short break, and we'll be back. Welcome back to the penalty box, everybody. I'm semi-cooled down from uh, the rant. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for anything I said. My show, my comments, my opinions. They're the only ones that matter right now. So, still drinking Sam Adams Boston Lager. Beer of the month of July. So, I... Guys, like I said, I'm doing this on a Thursday. I really didn't have anything planned uh, for this episode other than that. I would say one of the greatest rants I've ever gone on. I, I mean, I even used the F word more than I thought I was going to. I mean, that, and it came so natural. It's like, man, you get me pissed off. I'll throw them left and right. 
I will throw them left and right. Oh, so here's one thing. You know what? Before we go, move on. Here, here is what the rest of the team, I was going to include this in my rant. It got so heated. Here is what the rest of the Frontier League it, names are. And that you got the Evansville Otters, Gateway Grizzlies, Joliet Slammers, Lake Erie Crushers, Schomburg Boomers, Washington Wild Things. Oh, now that's a cool name. That's a cool name. I, I bet you every pitcher that comes. I bet you every pitcher that comes out of the bullpen, their uh, walk-up music is Wild Thing. You make my heart sing. Wild thing, you make everything groovy. Man, that's such an awesome name. Windy City Thunderbolts, Empire State Grays, New Jersey Jackals. Feel like there used to be a hockey team with that name. Uh, New York Boulders, Ottawa Titans, Quebec Capitals. Sorry, I tried to do my best French there, but obviously French sucks. Uh, Sussex County Miners, M-I-N-E-R-S. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. Uh, the Tri-City Valley Cats, and then the Trois-Rivières Eagles, which I'm going to assume is French for Eagles. And that, let me look. And that, is that a Eagle mascot? It is. It is an eagle. So, again, French Canadia. And that, your stupid Trois Rivières. So, you got the eagles, your beloved eagles. And then you have the Florence Yalls. All those great names. And then you have the Yalls. You went from being one of the greatest names in the Frontier League to the laughing stock of the Frontier League. Congratulations to the Four Horsemen on making every uh, every Northern Kentuckian feel like they're part of the rest of the state of Kentucky. And to the rest of the state of Kentucky, go f*** yourselves. All right? Our allegiance to you only goes so far. All right? Here's the allegiance that it goes, okay? And that it goes all in this order only. And that it goes by what basketball team you root for, and then the fact that you have the same governor. That's it. After that, nobody cares where you're from. Other than that, no Kentuckian cares if you're from Florence. No other Kentuckian cares if you're from Covington. No, no other Kentuckian cares if you're from Campbell County, Boone County, Kenton County, Bracken County, Pendleton County, Mason County, Carrollton County. Nobody, no other Kentuckian cares. None. I identify as a unite as a uh, University of Kentucky Wildcats fan, and then after that, that's it. Like I'll see somebody wear blue around here or anywhere in the state, and I'll be like, "Yeah, go Big Blue!" And then if he says, or if he she says, like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm not gonna answer. I'm gonna lie my ass off. Are you kidding? The moment I tell them I'm from Northern Kentucky, they won't care I'm a Kentucky Wildcat fan. They won't care if you're a Louisville um, Cardinal fan. They won't care. 
And that they're just going to look at you, spit on your grave when you die. That's it. That's it. I didn't mean to come back to that, but I did forget to mention all the other team names uh, that were in the Frontier League. Um, so let's just keep it with baseball, uh, shall we? Uh, so I mentioned something last week along the lines of the uh, Los Angeles Angels uh, trading Shohei Otani. Uh, recent uh, developments have come up and said... Uh, scenario where uh, Shohei Otani could be traded. Uh, ownership or management has come out saying that the uh, they will wait till 24 to 48 hours before the trade deadline, which is August 1st, uh, before they actually consider trading Shohei Otani. Interesting choice. Um, I guess you're just giving everybody a chance to, like, you know, collect themselves, uh, double-check, make sure that uh, they can actually afford the $10 million that he's owed for the remaining of his uh, year. Um, he, like I said, he's got to go to a contender. He's got to go somewhere in the league where somebody is contending for a playoff spot or is going to be a heavy favorite in the playoff spot. Now, the team that came to my mind for Shohei Otani, and this would be freaking awesome in my opinion, all right? be freaking awesome i know i'm i live in the cincinnati area and i am not going to suggest the cincinnati reds no we can't afford him we can barely afford Votto plus whoever else is on the payroll all right if i was the highest paid player on the uh cincinnati reds we can pay him 25 million but everybody else is like peanuts all right so it's like eh, we we got our ace we have our ace in the hole okay now he's not around so much because he's injury prone and what have you but he plays his heart out. Joey still bangs, people. Joey still bangs. And uh, but he's not going to be Joey Otani is not going to be a Cincinnati Red. I think would be really cool is if Shohei Otani somehow wound, found himself on the Atlanta Braves. And that Atlanta Braves who are currently the division favorites for the NL East and who are the World Series favorites coming out of the National League, too. It's like, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Can you imagine that Shohei Otani goes from L.A. to Atlanta? I, I'm not a sports better. I don't know anything about sports betting, but I mean... If if I could do if I could go to a, a place where I could put a bet down and Shohei Otani went to Atlanta, I'd be like, Atlanta wins it. Atlanta wins it all. I mean, thanks to the stupid idiot uh known as uh Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner, who by the way is coming up on uh re-election. It's like his contract doesn't expire until 2025. And yet the MLB owners are going to re-elect him now. And negotiate a uh, future contract. It, his contract does not expire until the year 2025, and yet it's 2023, July 2023, and we are going to extend him. It's like almost unanimously. Everybody said, oh, it was never in doubt. We, the fans, say bullshit. We don't like him. Yeah, and I'm using the collective we. Suck it, people, if you don't like it. Uh, we don't like him. 
Now, he's the guy, he's the same commissioner who's come up and said, oh, well, the you know, the World Series charge is just a piece of metal. Well, that, that's, that's almost sacrilege. Almost. I said almost. Like, in, like if, if, if baseball was a church, the church of baseball, all right? That's sacrilege to say. And I, but, I mean, everybody's crediting him with all the rule changes. Like, since he has come on as commissioner, replacing Bud Selick in, uh, was it, 2015, 2016, one of those years. Um, since he has come on and that he has uh, brought in more revenue for the league, okay, that's a good thing. I mean, baseball was dying, but it still kind of is. I'll say we, we're not flatlined, but we're just barely getting a heartbeat out of it. Um, he's credited with all the rule changes, bigger bases, extreme defensive shifts being banned. Um, the pitch clock, uh, the universal designated hitter, which is still one of the dumbest rules. It's like it's what differentiated the American League from the National League. Now you can have it both ways. It's oh, so dumb, dumb rule. I still think uh, the one of the other dumb rules that he part of that came in under his tenure so far is the ghost runner on second in extra innings. Is, oh my gosh, what a dumb move. Okay, now if somebody came up to you and said we need to we need to shorten the game of baseball pitch clock, absolutely. One time for the batter to step out of the box, two times for the pitcher to throw over to first to try and pick him off. And 15, 20 seconds to release a pitch. Totally okay with that. Totally okay. But once you get to the 10th inning, all bets are off. All right. I mean, I know there may be some people out there, you know, the fair weather fans, the, the fans who are like, oh man, is this game going to get over soon? I got to go to work in the morning. And that if you're one of those people, all right, shouldn't even gone to the game at all. Or heck, you should have left during the seventh inning stretch, okay? And then if you're not prepared to stay for nine innings or more, then you don't belong. You go. You leave. You watch the game at home. You order in a pizza. You crack open a few beers with your buds at home, all right? And... You watch the game on TV as best as you can because watching baseball on TV is probably like watching golf on TV. It's kind of boring. It's pretty bad. All right? So having a ghost runner on second to start extra innings it's like okay, we're we're going to try and make the game you know end quicker. It's like the it's like the NHL with the uh, five minute three on three overtime, and if that doesn't work, then we go straight to a shootout. It's like you do realize that shootouts can go longer than five rounds, right? Best of three, and that or best, yeah, best of five, best of three. You do realize that it can go longer than that, right? I mean, there, there, there has been shootouts in the NHL that have gone to like round eighteen or something. It's like you do realize it can go on a bit longer. People will develop heart conditions if the if the shootout continues from longer than five rounds. And that so I mean, I get you want to shorten the game. Pitch clock, best way to do it. But 
don't don't put a ghost runner on second. That's just dumb. That's just dumb. And that it it kind of shows that you really you're not interested in the game itself. You're just interested in how can we market it better to where we can say it's a faster game than football. And then for all of you international people, I do mean American football, not your crappy soccer. I mean, some of the rules are good. Pitch clock, that's good. Defensive shift, I mean, I've talked to people who've been on this show who are in disagreement with me. And I, because they actually came on this show rather than, you know, like send a message in uh, my DMs, I dropped the gloves podcast or whatever. And they actually came on their show, on this show and expressed their opinion. And then I respect their opinion. I get where they're coming from and why they don't like it. It's your defense. You get to line them up however you want. Understandable. But for me, I kind of like to see the ball in play a little bit more. Well, that's just me. I'm an offensive guy. I'm not too much of a defensive guy. And I, I like seeing the ball in play a whole lot more rather than, oh, hit the second. Oh, that's an easy out because of the extreme shift that they used to do. And so I like the shift. I like the pitch clock. Bases, yeah. Who cares about the size of the base? Uh, other than that, that's it. So going back to Shohei Otani, Braves, that'd be really cool. But everybody keeps on saying, no, Braves are already contenders. They don't need to, they don't need to boost their roster with Shohei. So now everybody's looking at Baltimore, um, Houston. Oh, for the love of God, please don't go to Houston. And uh, please, 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 please. Do not trade him to Houston. Now, I did say that getting something is better than nothing if you just let Shohei Otani go at the end of the season because you're not going to be able to afford him. All right? It's better to get something out of nothing. But why would you want anything out of Houston? Why? Uh, no, nobody has gotten over what Houston has done. Okay? They cheated. Everybody's still throwing at Houston batters. Everybody's still booing Houston and uh, fans. And then you no, 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 no. We we do not need Shohei Otani, one of the greatest players of our generation, of this current generation, to go to Houston. I mean, go from he's a novelty in LA to being booed by the millions. I mean, he'll be loved by the millions in Texas, but he'll be booed everywhere else. His novelty will click quickly wear off as soon as he puts on a Houston Astros jersey. Goes to the Atlanta Braves? Probably not. Goes to the Baltimore Orioles? Probably not. Goes to the Red Sox? Probably not. And I'm a Red Sox fan. And I'll be like, hey, yeah, we got Shohei. For what? I don't know. We're probably going to have to clean house in order to keep them. But for two months to try and sell tickets and make our and make the Red Sox a contender, heck, yeah, let's do it. There's even talks of him going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee is ahead in the NL Central. They're two and a half games up from uh, up over the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Reds kind of had a slow start after this uh, all-star break, but they split the series with San Francisco. That's pretty good. Uh, Good step in the right direction. Only two and a half games back. America, we'll, we'll see if there's still America's team come after the trade deadline and see what happens there uh, with another month and a half to go. But, I mean, Shohei's got to be traded. I said it last week. He's got to be traded. You're going to wait 24 to 48 hours to see what happens. I think that's a bold move. I think that's risky. But, I mean... 
Graves to me sounds like the greatest thing ever. He goes anywhere else, I'll be shocked. Now, he's not going to go to the Dodgers. Don't he's hopefully the GM or owner of the LA Angels isn't that dumb to where you just trade the guy and he happens to go across the street. All right. <laughs> and that, and and give all the LA give all the other LA fans Shohei Otani. If he goes to San Francisco, that makes sense. That makes sense. But sending him to LA, no. No, 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 no. Houston, please no. Please no. But my pick's the Braves. And if something happens between this recording and Monday, and he somehow signs with, oh dear God, help me, the Miami Marlins, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to think we're all on loony pills. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's it for baseball. Or that's all I had. Really, mainly, I mean, it's been a slow week. I mean, that the like I told you guys, that fire had been building inside me since last week when my when Mrs. Dropped the Gloves told me what happened. And it's just like, man, I needed this. I needed something like that for last week's show. And that, but I mean, hell, it had to be worth the wait, right? Stewing on something that pisses me off to no end to know that there are people out there who are, it's okay to have different opinions, but when your opinion is batshit crazy, please keep it to yourself. I mean, I don't really have too much more, I mean, other than, um, I'm, Lane Kiffin said something about, uh, the, um, NIL and uh, the transfer porter being a disaster for uh, college football. I do agree with that. I came on here and said it before. Uh, I do believe that the NIL was poorly announced, timed, structured, what have you, and now the NCAA is crawling to uh, the U.S. government for help. Uh, transfer portal, I hate how you can transfer up to uh, however many times you're uh, uh athletically eligible and uh, i don't like that and it doesn't matter if it's college football it i mean it's for any sport i mean it's not just college football that it's hurting um let's see here uh ooh, washington uh redskins or to you snowflakes the washington commanders uh sale has been approved by the nfl so the NFL owners unanimously approved Josh Harris and his ownership group's purchase of the Washington Commanders, Redskins, uh, from Dan Snyder. Uh, let's see here. What was what was the total? Commanders reportedly sold for six point zero five billion. I'm shocked that they were actually worth more than a billion. Uh, breaking the record for the most expensive acquisition of a U.S. sports franchise. What? The Rob Walton-led group that paid $4.65 billion for the Denver Broncos in 2022 held the previous mark. Okay. Did not know that. But there you go. Washington Washington Commanders Redskins are under new ownership. Let's see if anything comes out of that. Hopefully positive for all you Washington Redskins fans, because after a while, you just uh, losing hope. 
It was like, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, there's a football team in Washington? I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, see here. What else? I mean, there was so much more I know possibly going on, but I just ran out of time, covered Rob Manfred. Um, Kraken head coach, uh, Haxtell got extended to uh, the end of 2026 season. Well deserved. Kraken going from uh, worst to in their first year in uh, the NHL last year to this year going to the playoffs and beating the Colorado Avalanche. Good on them. Good on them for uh, extending Haxtell. Well-deserved. Well-deserved, in my opinion. And uh see here. I was thinking about covering Northwestern and the whole uh, hazing allegations and the firing of the coach, uh, Fitzgerald, but still ran out of time. Um, oh, oh. Totally forgot about this one, and I'll probably end with this. The NHL not considering the NBA in-season tournament. Thank you, Gary Bettman. You, I give you a lot of crap on this show, but dude, I'm so thankful that you not that you are not considering doing this because one, the NHL, its players, they're not bitches. All right, they're not crybabies. All right. They don't ask for millions of dollars and hope to be traded to a team, a super team, so they can become relevant in in conversations between kids like uh, who's the better player, and, uh, Kevin Durant or Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, hands down. Kid, go read a book. Michael Jordan. Beats Kevin Durant, beats Steph Curry, beats LeBron James, beats Kobe Bryant, who is a close second, and then beats Tim Duncan, even though I'm going to say this now, Tim Duncan is very underappreciated. Considering what Tim Duncan has done in his career, and that he is super underappreciated. We need to include Tim Duncan into more of these, like, Mount Rushmore, who's the top four players in the NBA. Tim Duncan is widely underappreciated. Very much so. And that I think we need to include him in the top four somewhere. And that, just saying. But, I mean, come on. It's like, I, I'm so thankful that Gary Bettman, even though some of the crap that you have done since you have come into the league way back when in the 1990s, and I'm just so thankful that you you can see some reason in that little brain of yours to where you go, oh yeah, we don't need an end season tournament. The the Stanley Cup playoffs, that's the that's the most hardest uh playoffs in, in North America. I mean, that is the hardest trophy to win. And that players play through injuries, unlike NBA players. They don't play through injuries. And that they have to be carried off the court because of a leg cramp or a heat stroke or something. Or you got NHL players, and that they get hit in the head with a puck. It requires 72 stitches. They go into the back, they get their 72 stitches, and they come right back on the ice. As if nothing happened. It was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I had to use the bathroom. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Gary Bettman, for realizing that the NHL is the greatest sport, is the hardest sport in the world, and that the Stanley Cup is the ultimate prize in hockey.
Like you don't need no, you don't need any stupid in season tournament trophy or award or anything for the NHL. No, no, no. Because all of these players who are in the NHL, one thing is on their mind as soon as that puck drops at the beginning of the season and then every puck drop leading up to the playoffs. And that is we're going for the cup. The quest for the cup. Not quest for I want to have the highest paid contract and I want to be on a super team or quest for i want to be on a super team so i can be up there with the likes of uh wayne gretzky as a multi-time stanley cup champion if you're a stanley cup champion you're a stanley cup champion congratulations doesn't matter if you're on a super team doesn't matter if you're on a crappy team doesn't matter if you're on a cinderella team doesn't matter if you're a team that made it by the skin of their teeth doesn't matter you win you have earned it because that is the hardest trophy to win Congratulations. You totally deserve it. Don't need an in-season tournament for the NHL. Thank you, Gary Bettman. It's probably the only time you will actually ever hear me say thank you, Gary Bettman, on this show. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it here in the penalty box for episode 130. I want to give a big shout-out to our hosting platform, Spotify for Podcasters. Thank you guys so much for being our host, our host uh, for 130 episodes strong now. Uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast for all the beer, sports, and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes. Uh, please go ahead, DM me if you if you made it this far and you're still ticked off at me and what I said about you and the Florence Yalls and everything. Then come at me, bro. Come at me. I give you I give you where I'm at for a reason it's so you guys can follow me and interact with me and if you guys hear this and you say oh yeah he's he's just plugging his his little instagram account again well <laughs> my little instagram account can kick your ass okay and you can kiss my butt too for not responding all right uh we are also on apple amazon music iHeartRadio, and google you google i am your host charlie reminding you that life is too short to drink crappy beer and i will see you guys next week in the penalty box Three, two, one.